Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and transformational life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode number 32, All the Feels. Hello, hello, my friends. How are you today? Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. So good to connect with you. I'm super excited to share about this topic about feelings. It's our emotions and how we deal with them, all the feels, okay? We are humans having this human experience, which sometimes can be challenging, especially as it goes to navigating our emotions and regulating our emotions, not only for ourselves, but also our family and people that we interact with. Okay. So let me just tell you a couple things about our emotions. I don't know if you've heard of David Hawkins, but he has a PhD and he has developed this scale of emotions and emotions and feelings are seriously just a vibration in our body. Okay. Everything has a vibration. The thoughts we think, even the foods we eat, you know, this desk that I'm sitting at, it has a vibration, how quickly the molecules move. Well, the same is true for emotions. And this scale that he has from zero to a thousand, what he did is energetically um, tested the different level of emotions, which are, you know, the whole range of gamut that fear, frustration, overwhelmment, confusion, envy, jealousy, sadness, despair, judgment, guilt, shame. Those are all these negative emotions that are on the lower end of the scale. Okay. Usually about 200 or below shame is the lowest vibrating emotion. And it goes up the scale to peace and joy and forgiveness and gratitude and love and enlightenment. Okay. Clear to a thousand. So obviously the, the goal would be to to raise our vibration and have a higher level of, you know, emotion that we're feeling, but we're human. We're going to experience all of it. We get to experience all of it. So today we're going to talk about what we do and how we, how we process our emotions, because you've probably heard about the law of attraction, what you put out, you get back into your life. Okay. The more you put something out, the more you attract that back to you. And so when we are stuffing or resisting our emotions, and especially these negative emotions, we may not even realize that energetically, they're still stuffed and trapped into our body and, and still putting the energy out there. Okay, so today we're going to talk about what we do, and how we feel and experience all of the emotions. So, you know, I was just talking to a friend a couple of days ago who had gone through a really traumatic experience in the past few years. And she said, Stace, I, I thought I had processed it and worked through all the emotions, but they're coming back up again. And I'm like, just nodding my head because yes, when we go through really challenging experiences and especially traumatic experiences, something changes within our body, our, our chemistry, our, our, our brains. And especially when you, you know, your thought process uh, alongside the deep emotion that you're feeling, that that is just like a powerhouse. It, it shifts things. And even though we do process those emotions, they're going to pop back up. 
I can talk about this so, you know, personally and firsthand because I tell you, I processed losing my daughter so many times and for years and years at different times. And I'm like, ah, I got this. I'm in a good place. But then all of a sudden, once in a while, especially near like anniversaries or, you know, or birthday, things like that, they come up and it, it will take me back to this place of, oh my gosh, I'm reliving this. I'm going through and feeling as deeply as the day it happened. How does that, how is that even possible? But I've just come to know that, you know what, this is part of the process. It's like layers of the onion of the emotions we go through. And at that point in our lives, we maybe will heal and be able to move forward. But now we're in a different place at a different year, a different time. And we have those triggers. And there again, there's the layer we get to deal with as we process those emotions. Well, there are different ways that we can handle emotions. And I'm going to talk to you first about ways that really are not helpful. And that the first one is resist. Okay. Resisting the emotion. Maybe you've heard of this. What, what you resist persists. It's like trying to hold this big ball underneath the water, right? Just pushing it down. I'm not going to let this out, but it, it wants to pop up. It wants to float. And that's, what's going to happen with our emotions. If we resist them or if we stuff them down, a lot of times we think we're just going to stuff them, stuff, 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 and we're not going to feel it. But I promise you, eventually they do emerge, they pop back out. And usually it's not pretty. (laughs) So just by resisting the emotion that actually perpetuates the emotion. Um, This is just an example. Okay. If I were to say, you know, don't think about a pink elephant. Well, all of a sudden, what's going to be happening in your brain and your mind, you're going to be constantly thinking, oh, there's a pink elephant. Okay. Get that out of my brain, get it out of my brain. <laughs> but what you're trying to not think about something, it's going to keep coming up or not experience it. It's going to keep showing up. So what we, what we resist persists. The next way to people like sometimes deal with emotions is reacting. Okay. And this is just, you know, this might just be like, this is what your body is saying to do, but you yelling and screaming and crying is not the same as necessarily feeling, okay? Feeling the emotion, going to the depth of the feeling, it will release something. And crying, honestly, is a good, it can be a very good release, especially if it's you are just going to the feeling and sitting with it personally. But if you are reacting and screaming and yelling at another person, you might be releasing something to you, but it usually ends up being more harmful and damaging. Okay. And a third way people react to emotion. And this is when we're talking really negative emotion is just avoiding the feeling altogether. Okay. And that's called buffering that we don't want to go to the pain. And so we, what do we do? We buffer. And it's usually with sugar overeating. It could be over drinking, over shopping, anything to go from pain to bringing some pleasure. Okay. And that's just avoiding the feeling. And you know what, you might be able to avoid it for a little while, but it never goes away. In fact, I've had an interesting experience the last couple of weeks, but because I've been off flour and sugar, something that I am trying to stay with, but I'm not always successful at, but right now I am. And oh my goodness, the last few days, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling 
the field because when sometimes it's so easy to just like turn to food. And I tell you, that is what my go-to was when I was going through my depression and struggling after losing my child, the food, I just, that was, that was just smothering the pain and trying to bring some pleasure to my life. But I tell you, I got into this like addictive pattern and I realize it. And so as I am avoiding that, just little things come up. I'm like, oh, I can feel this. And allowing myself to process, it's been a good thing. Although, you know, it's sitting with the emotion and that's what it is, okay? So we don't want to resist and uh, avoid and react, but we want to feel the emotion, actually breathe into it, feel the vibration of what you're feeling. Um, A couple of things that I did in the last couple of days that helped me work through some emotion that was coming up was simply writing it down, writing what this was teaching me. And all of a sudden it allowed the tears to flow. Okay. I was like, Oh my goodness, a lot is coming to me. I'm getting great insights. And that's the power of writing intuitive writing and asking questions and writing. And it's like, Oh, that, that came out and it taught me some things and it allowed my, some tears to flow and release some of that emotion that was coming up. The other thing is, um, I like to do, and I do it in my coaching and when I'm working with people and it's super powerful is really identify the emotion in your body. Okay. Like what, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What color is it? What shape is it? And even describing it in detail. Okay. Like I said, when we stuff those emotions, that vibration, it goes deep within us, but now We're going to identify it and just look at it. And usually when I'm coaching someone or working with someone, I'm like, where do you feel it? And I'm super sensitive and um, I can feel it too. I usually always know where in the body they are feeling the emotion because I have tapped into that. That's if you're an empath, you've got to have those feelings of what the other person is going through. And, but let this, if you're working through it on yourself, describe it in detail this will help open up your heart. Okay. So a couple things after you've really kind of looked at that emotion and, and let, let yourself breathe into it, feel it. Sometimes you can, if you're still in a lot of pain, even just like put, you know, put it a white cloud around it, like lift it up a little bit. Maybe if it's on your chest, let just buffer that with this like white cloud and breathe. And that, that can give some relief. Another really powerful thing that I do personally, and I do with um, people I coach, if they choose to go this route, is I love to use the power of the atonement and of Jesus Christ. And I tell you, it is, it's like a practical way to use this incredible gift that we've been given. And that is, um, as I identify, or people that I'm working with identify the color and the shape and where it's located, and let's just Let's just move that out of our body. Okay, just energetically bring it outside of us. So we're looking at this now. Now, what are we going to do with that? And there's a whole little process, but I'm just going to teach you a little piece of it. And it's simple to do. And you can do it if you're just by yourself. And I imagine just giving this to the Savior. Okay, this whatever color and shape object this is that contained whichever emotions came up for, right? And um, give it to the Savior. And even say those words, I give this to Jesus Christ. Or, or if it could be a higher power or to the Son. And then 
say, and then I um, replace it. So once, once you give something and take something out energetically, you want to fill it back up with, because that space is now open, right? And so I replace it with the opposite of what you took out, you know, with light and love and forgiveness and gratitude and all the feelings that you want to replace with. And then you come to a place of peace and, and gratitude and just breathe into it. And I tell you, there is a shift, okay? A vibrational shift once you take some time to do that, to help process the emotions that you can write. There's other things you can do. You, Like I said, writing is powerful, getting outside, getting in nature, you know, breathing deeply, just standing on the grass. There's many different ways to process, but those are some of the tools I'd like to share with you today that I hope they can be helpful. I love you. We are humans having this incredible human experience that sometimes it's challenging, but these are tools that you can do with your family and children. In fact, you know what? I just thought about it next week. I think I want to teach you a tool that you can use with your children using um, crayons and drawing and helping them process, process emotions, these negative emotions that sometimes they don't know how to handle. So anyway, I'll share that next week, but sure love you and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.